0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Clydesdale Media Podcast. This is our semifinalist series that we do every year. So happy to have Hattie Canyon with us today. Hey Hattie, what's going on?
1: Hello. Oh, not much. Just chilling. Had a busy day. So I'm happy to just be hanging out.
0: Yeah. So um first and foremost, you are, I don't, I don't know if gypsy is the right word. Yeah, pretty um, much. <laughs> and you you travel all over the world. Um, you grew up in Canada, you ended up in Bali, you've traveled around the world, and then correct me if I'm wrong, I'm following an athlete through the season, and all of a sudden on her Instagram, I start seeing you in the background. <laughs> and that is Kelly Baker.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I've been training with I knew Kelly. Her ex- uh, You're for the of heights last now. couple months. Yeah. Um, right now I'm back in Canada, but I'm heading back uh, next Sunday. So yeah, just okay. came home for awesome. a little deload and just to hang out, see family. And then Jake goes firefighting um, the same day that I fly out. So it kind of just worked out perfect where I was like, it worked out so well at Greater Heights that I was, yeah, there was, it was a no brainer to go back. Um, Kelly and I get along and we both have different weaknesses, different strengths that we're just able to push each other. So yeah, it just went so well.
0: So how do you go from Bali to Houston?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Um, Bali is amazing and we kind of want to make it halfway home. We've been making it halfway home for the last few years, but um, so I work for Ascend Athlete and, um, yeah, Emily Tanner, she's the one who actually said, Hey, you should come train, um, with her and Kelly. Um, cause Kelly was trying to go individual. Um, and so I thought about it for a little while. I wasn't sure about it, especially cause we were in Bali and we were having, you know, for me, yes, you could call me a gypsy, but I also love to have a routine. So the first bit of traveling is hard. It's tough for me. Jake can go anywhere and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm at home like right away. But for me, I need a settle in period. So that's why I kind of was back and forth about going to Houston. But finally I was like, you know what? No, I need, I need this extra push now that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm almost there. So I just, I needed that extra push. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm going, you know, I'm, I'm making things uncomfortable and that's when you grow and that's when you learn. So I just packed up and went and Jake decided to come with me at first. He wasn't sure cause he loves Bali so much, but we can always go back. Right. And we are in September. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. And how long, how long have you and Jake been together? Cause you've traveled the world together.
1: Yeah. So we've been together for six years in February. It was six years.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah it's awesome to have that person that's willing to like, just do the things that you love.
1: For sure. And he's been so supportive of all of it because I mean, he's the reason why I travel so much. I, I kind of got the itch when I went, I used to wildland firefight and um, a couple of the girls on our off season. That's when I first went backpacking and that's what opened my eyes to the world. And I was just like, Holy crap, this is so cool. And so I started doing it and then Jake and I met and he's got the travel bug from his parents. His parents have been gone oh, for I almost six months. Oh, can you hear me?
0: Did. Let me see. Can you try again?
1: Can you hear me now?
0: Yep, got you back.
1: Okay. Yeah, so I just Jake's the travel bug. He's got it from his parents. His parents have been gone for like six months and it's it's amazing, but um yeah, he's so supportive. And although he would probably rather be in Bali, he decided to come with me and I'm just so grateful for it.
0: Yeah. And you say you're so close. Um, last year you finished eighth at Atlas Games. Yeah. And what's funny is I went back and watched the interview you did with Kat last year. Yeah. And I would I would say your confidence wasn't really awesome at that moment.
1: 100 percent
0: And with that, you still finished eighth.
1: Yeah, I think I'm trying to think if I had my mindset coach at that time, but he helped me so much. Um, I can't remember if I had him at that point when I was talking to Kat, but he helped me level up a lot and I've just been working on it so much since. But I think that is one thing that held me back a little bit at Atlas. Like if I would have had a little bit more confidence and a little bit more I guess experience too, right? I'm pretty new to the sport still. So I feel like if I would have had those things, then then maybe, you know, I could have made it, but it's it doesn't matter now. Like we're on the next year and it's all, everything's back to zero and I'm ready to fight. And my confidence is definitely a lot better this year. Um, there's always things to work on, but yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, it was really Eerie kind of because you because I've I've gotten to I've watched you over the last year. You know, you were awesome to come on with us at Can West. You were killing it at Can West. (laughs) And too bad that went to hell, whatever that was all about. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then um, and so I'm watching, I watched this back and and you were saying you were practicing events and you just weren't happy with the scores compared to other people. And then all of a sudden you go to Atlas and you, you kill it.
1: Yeah. And so I
0: can't, I cannot wait to see what's going to happen with a little more confidence this year.
1: For sure. Yeah. And it's those in-person competitions that fuel my fire too. It's the online that gets me every time, but I mean, that's why greater Heights was so amazing to be at because that did help with my confidence. It helped with, you know, being beside someone who's such a beast to be like, okay, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna compare myself to this person over here, but we get to push each other right now. And that's what I kind of took out of it was being confident in my abilities. And no matter where she places or where I place, we were there for each other. We, you know, we helped each other out. And that's all you can ask for.
0: Yeah, I'd say it it helped considerably. You went from 249th in the world in 22 to 31st in 23. Yeah.
1: I didn't know what that meant at first when I saw the worldwide ranking. I was like, what is this arrow and then 129? Like, I didn't know what that meant at first. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, that's the placings that I went up. That's awesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So you're coming into North and you're coming into the West in 15th seed 10, go to the games and you you're better live than you are online. hundred
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> percent.
0: You, you only have to make up five spots. Like that's yeah. nothing in this. How hard is it going to be to compete against Kelly? Uh,
1: I don't think it'll be hard at all. I mean, well, not, I can't say at all. It it probably will be a little bit because even now sometimes I'll look at our scores and I'll be like, I actually just texted our coach and was just like, I thought I did really well on this workout and then I looked at Kelly's score and was like, uh, okay, I got a little bit to go but I mean, there's different factors too. There was a couple other factors which maybe I would have been a bit a bit closer if I had done things differently but that's just, that's why I'm excited to get back there because we, her and I even talked about how we're going to strategize together, you know, just like sit down and be like, okay, this is the goal of this workout. This is the goal of this workout. So I think we have a really good, um, relationship that way that I think even in competition, hopefully we'll just be like, okay, let's kill it. High five. And then obviously it's like, we're both get trying to get a spot, but I don't know. I just, she's really amazing. And no matter what happens, I, I feel like it'll be more fun to compete with somebody that I've been pushing with for however many months. Right.
0: Yeah. So when I first met Kelly, I met her through Dex Hopkins and she was kind of known as a world club. Like when the, it came to work, she worked. Yeah. But when it came to like celebrate, she could celebrate. Yeah. (laughs) So if you both make the games, what's the celebration going to be like?
1: oh man i don't know because she can celebrate and i (laughs) i might i might just put some things aside and celebrate with her because this is a goal that i've been pushing for for so long and i mean she knows how to have fun i i know how to have fun it's just i don't drink anymore it's actually been like over a year that i haven't drank but I mean, I might have a couple drinks if I make it to the games. Who knows? I like my tequila, so I might have a couple shots of tequila with her.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, the the thumbnail I put up for you said fifty percent chill, fifty percent serious, hundred percent badass.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. And the reason I did that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share a couple of your Instagram posts. Okay. Just to give the <laughs> the audience kind of a, a taste. Of what I meant by that, and I think this no, this one, this one is serious. Oh, yep.
1: Hungry. Like when you're on the floor,
0: <laughs> when you're on the floor, it is all business.
1: Oh yeah. Most of the and time, I found myself you're dancing. Gonna pick some people out. I found myself dancing at Can West. But the vibes were amazing. There was just a whole crowd of people in front. This perfect song came on and it was like a lifting cardio event. And it was, it was gross, a gross event. And just to get myself hyped up, I was just like, mm-hmm. I mean, I was still a little serious, okay. but yeah. <laughs>
0: we're we're going to get to that one. Oh, okay. so here we go. So here is a 50% chill. And that is, I think this one. Yeah. I've, so first of all, the thumbnail for it (laughs) says everything. Yeah. Right. And this is why I think you're one of the best follows on social media.
1: Oh, I thank you. Is
0: is this Hattie. And that is.
1: Oh, good. And you, I I
0: love when you come into the camera. That's the best.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's my personality in a nutshell, I think. I'm just a little bit yeah. cuckoo sometimes.
0: <laughs> and then the 100% badass is you've been a firefighter and not just like your normal residential firefighter, but like like wildfire firefighter.
1: Oh, I miss it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Is that is that something you'll go back to when you're done with your career?
1: Maybe. It just, yeah, it depends. Any every time, so Jake just started last year doing it, and he was like, holy, this is an amazing job, because I tried to get him to come and do it for a couple years, and now that he's doing it, he's like, now I know all the lingo. Whenever you used to speak, I didn't know what you were talking about. Now I know, and yeah, I just, I loved it so much, and I miss it all the time, but we'll see. We'll see what happens in years to come, but yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And you and you work for is it ascend? Yeah. Ascend. I and are you their gymnastics coach or do you do am. more now?
1: No, I I'm their gymnastics coach.
0: I do a little bit on my own
1: of um just regular CrossFit programming, but it's not I don't really put that out there too much just because I I am full time athlete now and it's just a lot of work. But the gymnastics uh programming is, uh, is a lot easier to program. So it's just, yeah. Hot
0: shots, so, no, okay. that's,
1: that's in the States. So hot shots is a bigger crew. Um, I have worked with hot shots before. So I actually got exported to the States um, twice in my career. And it's so cool. The fire community is, absolutely amazing I love it so much it's so small I mean I've had people message me on Instagram from the states and be like oh I was was on a fire with so-and-so the other day and I've never met you but they were just talking about this girl who could always just go on her hands wherever she was on the fire she'd just be on her hands and I'm like that's me what's up (laughs) and it's just it's so cool yeah
0: Yeah. so I wasn't going to go here but I'm going to go here So what, how does it make you feel that CrossFit did away with the occupational games?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty bummed about it, actually. That's, I don't know, it's sad. Like a lot of people, I feel like, I mean, that was a big goal for them is, I mean, I didn't really, I think I did it one, one year and i kind of wish now that they don't have it that's when i'm like oh i wanted to do it this year just put my name in there but yeah i think it's sad i think they should bring it back for sure
0: well the good news is that there was an announcement made this week that mayhem is going to do their own version of it
1: i saw that on the Savon podcast i was like okay yeah sign me up
0: yeah and i think with the right marketing, they could, you could make it even bigger, especially if you do it like even outside the season, right? When you're just do you need to get out of that boredom of everyday training and, and you want to dive in and be the fittest firefighter in the world.
1: Yeah, for sure. I love it so much. I love that they're doing that. And I hope it takes off and I feel like it will, especially if CrossFit keeps, you know, keeps it out.
0: Yeah, (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. The the marketing behind what CrossFit did was just awful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, I know.
0: And and I try, I try not to be negative on this show. I try to be the opposite of that. Um, unless but, I have a solution. It
1: just, yeah. It just bums you out a little bit, right? It's like, oh, why? Why'd you have to do that?
0: <laughs> yeah, because I know people loved it. I we've had the fittest law enforcement officers on here, we've had fittest teachers on here like it, yeah. it's a sense of pride for them.
1: So cool.
0: And, and that's the, the core of what CrossFit was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they're just so you're, finding their way, like just trying to, I don't know. I'm, I'm not into it a ton where I'm kind of just like blinders on just trying to obviously get there, but the little things that I hear, I'm just like, okay, I feel like you know with all the changes they're just probably trying to find their way and trying to figure out what that way is and what the best way to do things and i mean jake is a good a good um what's the word that i'm looking for
0: like sounding board
1: he, yeah and he's a good support system in the sense of like even even just like home here there's some gyms that it's hard for me to train the way I want to here because some things are changing as well but every time Jake's like it's their business not ours right when you get a little bit frustrated when you're like oh why are they doing it this way but it's just he sees the positive in it where he's like hey it's their business not ours right like we will figure it out and it that really helps me sit back and be like oh yeah because I'm the same way as you Scott I don't I don't want to be negative about anything but when it is your livelihood and when it's something that you've done for so long it's hard because you're just like oh you get a little frustrated but then you just have to you know you have to see the advantage in things and I mean if I was to text my mindset coach that's exactly what he would tell me right away is find the advantage in it and I'm like yeah okay (laughs) I'll do it
0: so one of the things I I liked when I was talking to Kelly is she was saying that your coach during quarters, you have the same coach, right? Yeah. I'm assuming. Yes. I've made a leap, um, said no complaining during, during the weekend when Monday comes, we'll complain about it for like one day and then it's over.
1: And then it's done. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I love that. And we try to push each other in that way where it's like, okay. Even if we needed to complain, it's like, okay, we all get a complaint out, hurry up and get it out. And then we're done. Just get one complaint. Cause there'll be days where we're like, Oh, I'm sore. Oh, I don't want to do it. Okay. Nope. You get one complaint. Let's go. And then you're done with it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you didn't get a lot of opportunity to, to compete in person until last year because of just Uh, like COVID and all the, the weird stuff that was happening on in the world. Um, And then you tried to like compete in the off season and things blow up like can West. So do you look at can West and say um, that it was a great experience for me, even though the paychecks never came or all this stuff, you still got to compete against some high end athletes and you did really, really well.
1: For sure. Um, yeah, that one's a tough one. I was, I was bitter for a second. But then again, it's like, there's nothing really you can do about it. Um, And I've always loved that competition. Like I had been to that competition before and I loved it. And then some stuff happened with COVID, obviously, and I lost money with them the first time as well. So it was really hard to try to trust this, these new people again. And I was like, you know what, let's just, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt and go. And then it happens again. And it's, it was hard, but at the same time, it's like, you just got to move on, you know? And like you said, we, we were able to compete against some high end athletes and I made some new friends there and again, find the advantage of it. Right. I got more experience and I found some things that I needed to work on, Um, I found some things that I was really good at that I didn't even really know that I was good at, you know, kind of thing. So there was a lot of things that I learned from there and yeah, I'm I'm grateful for the experience.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really crazy because we were the only like podcast that covered Can West and it was those shows were our highest rated shows ever.
1: Oh yeah. I bet.
0: (laughs) And, and then it all fell apart and I, and I felt like part of the, like why did I help this group out when this is the way they were going to treat people? Right. Um, yeah. and, it, and but at least we didn't lose money in the deal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I felt so bad for you guys.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's, it sucks for sure, but just got to move on and hope, hope for the best in, in future competitions, you know? Um, I'm hoping to go to some kind of bigger competitions. Like I want to go to Dubai and, and competitions like that and like Waterpalooza again, because you kind of know, I mean, my Wadapalooza experience also wasn't, it was great. But again, because I was RX that year, I'm like, okay, I got to get elite because they care a little bit more. It seems about the elite. So yeah, it's just, but again, you just got to learn from those situations and, and
0: what's, What's crazy this year is there were so many people there that the stands were packed for RX as yeah. much as it was for elite, because you just, you you had to be in there or you didn't get a seat at all.
1: Right. And,
0: and the <laughs> so field the was stacked on the RX side. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even, I, I told Dylan this, this year, like, if, if you don't want to give me like, Access like the buttery bros have, or or like all those people, for elite, give me RX. I'll cover them. They're they're work just as hard as anybody else, and they deserve the coverage too. I'll do masters or adaptive. Just just give me an opportunity to show what I can do. You know, yeah, hundred percent. You know, (laughs) it falls on deaf ears sometimes.
1: Yeah, for sure. But Um,
0: I have I have a comment, Chelsea Miller. Hey, Hattie, from one Albertan girl to another, go crush those semis this year.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it.
0: Um, so, and, and Waterpalooza is awesome. And there is actually like evidence that if you do well in the RX division, some people move right from the RX division to the games.
1: Mm. Well, I got second, so we'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, but it would be awesome to see you there because it's just a great event if if I go uh, yeah, whatever, I'll just keep <laughs> my mind keep my I want to move on to fun stuff, yeah. fun stuff um, so <laughs> outdoors, you like you just love to be outdoors.
1: yes, I do. I love it like
0: is that is that why Bali is so attractive to you that you can you can be outdoors all the time?
1: Yeah, you pretty much live outdoors. So their are villas there. That's what you rent. Um, they're half of the the villa is outdoor. Like their living space is usually outdoors. Our first place, the kitchen was outdoors. It's crazy. Um, but yeah. I,
0: I would love yeah, that.
1: Yeah, it's so cool. Um, yeah, I love it. And, and I tell Jake all the time, like, I love Bali for that obviously, but then I also need to be home as well because we live an hour away from the mountains and we're, we're from like a, a national park is about an hour away. That is, I mean, not a lot of people know about it, but it's Waterton National Park and it's my second home. And he, he agrees where we have to be in the mountains for half of the year. So yeah, for sure. I love the outdoors and that's definitely the tropical is so nice, but then obviously the mountains are,
0: our home. So. Yeah, I totally, totally get that uh, because I grew up in the Appalachian mountains, mm. uh, lots of rivers, yeah. lots of lakes. Um, and so I love water. I was a swimmer growing up and then, but I love, I lived in Florida too and I love the ocean. Right. Um,
1: Do you fish? And so
0: I, I like a little Uh, I, I've, I do not. Yeah. I've never deep water fished and I've always wanted to.
1: Me too. Should we go? Let's make a trip. We
0: should. (laughs) So Wadapalooza and then the week right after.
1: Yes. (laughs) I've always wanted to deep fish so bad. It's just so cool. Like you never know what you're going to pull out.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I've wanted to do it. And I used to fish as a kid. I just, I have no time in my schedule to go fish and it would probably be very good for me if I did something like that
1: yeah just be in your own head and I mean I haven't in years either I when I was firefighting I did a lot um I haven't in a while either but I'd like to go back out
0: it's not a lot of time (laughs) I know try working a full-time job and running a business it's crazy and you're training and running and doing your business and all that stuff so I want to finish with something really fun and you have some of the coolest tattoos and (laughs) I want to ask you what is your which one was your first
1: oh my gosh (laughs) my first is my Buddha on my back go big or go home wait there we go okay So that was supposed to be like a big peace sign. And then I decided to get Buddha because he's happy. And that's why I got him. Honestly, I was just like, he's just big and happy. And he's just, I don't even know. It's not like I was Buddhist or anything. I just wanted him because, and then the tree, the cherry blossom tree behind him has 15 flowers on it. And it's all for my nieces and nephews. So I have 15 nieces and nephews who I adore and love so much. I mean, I'm a cool aunt, so I got to love them, right? <laughs>
0: yeah. Um and then which one was the most painful?
1: Um pro- probably that one by the end because he he did the whole thing and then by the time he was doing the shading, the sh- it was the shading that
0: hurt. Yeah. So I only I have one big like from here down oh, half, nice. Um, under like when he was doing under, like You're that's when I pit. wanted to die. Like not all the way in, but like as he got close, Oh like that's where.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't like that spot. Yeah.
0: Um, and then which one is your favorite?
1: Um, I probably have to say my fish tree. So this is a fish with a tree on the end. And it's a quote by Albert Einstein, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it'll live its whole life believing it is stupid. And then obviously like I loved, like I love fishing and firefighting. So it kind of just all worked together, but yeah.
0: So I love that quote Um, and I've heard it before and it, but it's awesome. And, And it brings, it brought something else to my mind. And so I, I, I lied. That wasn't the last question. We're going to go one more. Okay. You, you were very open online about, um, being depressed at times and how to like fight getting out of that. And, and I have suffered the same thing and it's like two years ago, two Christmases ago, I was in such a dark place. Like, and it was really bad to dig out of. Yeah. Um, you seem, you seem to be much being able to deal with that much better today than, than when you made that confessional online, what, what are you doing or what are some tips that you could give someone when they're, they're facing those things?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it's been a journey for sure. I mean, I, I had an eating disorder, I was partying too much. um, And then I found fitness and that's kind of what like, that's kind of what started changing things, but I think the biggest thing was finding different healing modalities that worked for me. Like I think the first thing that I ever tried was Reiki, and it may seem woo-woo to some people, but for me, whether it's the placebo or not, it worked for me. And and I, I just remember this lady. She's just this most beautiful lady. Do you know what Reiki is?
0: I I can't. I would I not know. pretend to be an expert for sure. Yeah, I but kind of know what,
1: yeah, of it. So, yeah, like I just went to her thinking, okay, I just need to, you know, change my mindset. I need to, I need to be happy again. And because there was just so many things that happened in my life that, you know, kept bringing me down, down, relationships, the eating disorder, blah, 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 whatever it was. And so I went to her and I just remember thinking, okay, this girl's just going to fix me. She's going to do her Reiki stuff. And she's going to tell me exactly what to do. And I'm going to be better. And I, that's all I thought was she was going to make me better. She was going to make me better. And so when I went there, she did her stuff. And then finally she told me, okay, now it's up to you to figure out, you know, like what's going on deeper. And now you need to heal yourself. Like healing is up to you. I'm just a tool And I instantly thought, are you kidding me? I thought you were going to do all the work for me pretty much. But it was the best thing that could have ever happened. Because since then, I I went to her one more time. um, And I knew exactly what was going on. As soon as I felt whatever I felt, the first time I felt it like in my head. And I knew exactly where it was coming from. The second time I felt it like more in my heart. And I knew exactly where it was coming from. And then from there, when we went to Bali, I tried other healing modalities like I tried um, reflexology and this lady was she told me some hilarious things like I ate too much sugar I was like yeah I know that but then she also got pretty deep into other things which made me think deeper and like journaling you know just whatever whatever works for you just try different things you know maybe even if you think it's woo woo it might help you, you know, and it doesn't hurt to try it. It doesn't hurt to try journaling every once in a while. It doesn't hurt to try meditating. I've told myself I've wanted to meditate forever and I can't do it because my brain is just like squirrel. Okay. I'm ready to go do something else. Right. But whatever works for you, just keep trying. Right. Because those things, they can't hurt you. If anything, you'll just be like, well, that didn't work. So, you know.
0: Yeah. For me, I've told my story a couple of times on here in 2011, I weighed five over 500 pounds. I found CrossFit and I lost 250 pounds plus. Wow. And and what happened was that, that made me happy, but it didn't fix my problem. Right. Right. So I I was happy for the moment, but I never dove down deep as to what, what, what made it happen. I traded an addiction to alcohol and, um, food for addiction to CrossFit. And then in 2016, I blew out my back and I couldn't CrossFit for a while. And, and then that, then my dad passed away. And then I just started riding that down into the Valley and of darkness and couldn't find my way out. And until I dove into the root of those problems, it wasn't going to get fixed. And so for me, it was th- having an uninterested, not uninterested, a party, a third party that didn't know me, mm-hmm. that I could talk to about all the stuff that happened in my life and just to get it out. Yeah, And so then talking about it. how those, thinking about how those things affected me
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and how do I not let them affect me anymore? That, stop giving all of that power.
1: Yeah, because you have the power. And that's the thing is like we create our own happiness, you know, and sure, we're allowed to be sad or we're allowed to mourn or we're allowed to, you know, feel crappy sometimes. But we essentially are like, it's just it's like what my mindset coach says is like you're one conscious thought away from a holy or a, an entirely different life you know, the more conscious we can be of our thoughts, then the more, the more happy we can be, or the more like we can, we can figure out what's actually going on. Like you said, right? Like figure it out. And I totally agree with you talking it out. You know, that's why I like journaling because sometimes my head feels like a freaking just an explosion just went in there. Like what is going on? But then when I start writing, I'm like, that's what's going on. Oh, okay. Sweet. Now I know, right?
0: Yeah, I this you'll laugh. I actually would record. I would take my phone and record myself talking to myself.
1: That's great. Yeah.
0: Because I love it. Pen and paper just wasn't going to work for me.
1: For sure. Like
0: to 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 set aside time to do that, for some reason it felt much easier just to grab a phone, hit record and talk yep. to myself.
1: 100%. I love it whatever, that's the thing, whatever works for you. Right. I'm, I'm a weirdo. I'm like old, old school. I could just be pen and paper for the rest of my life. It's like when I have to grab my phone to do something. So I'm totally opposite where I'm just like, now I'll check my phone, give me a bunch of paper and I'll just doodle and write, but yeah, whatever works for you. I love it.
0: I'm so glad we got to talk. You're, you're just such an interesting person. Um, <laughs> So we do have one question. Kenneth asks, was that Buddha one session?
1: Yeah, it was. It was, I think, three and a half hours.
0: Wow. Yeah, I think my longest session was three. Yeah. For this.
1: After that, it's like like, it was four
0: sessions total.
1: Oh, wow. Okay, And were they all about three?
0: Uh, So the first one was all the outline. And then some of the color, and then I came back, and then it then it was all just coloring, which is way more painful than the outlining to me.
1: I know, because you already have the lines, so it must. I don't know it. Yeah, that's definitely the the worst part.
0: And my, mine's all grayscale, so it's not like real color. It's just
1: oh yeah, but
0: oh, it's the back and forth for me. Yeah, I guess, yeah. and especially like, in the you armpit. Stop already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. Well, I can't wait to see you on the floor in Pasadena.
1: Thank you, um, Scott. I know you're
0: going to do so well and I'll be following Kelly. So I'm probably going to run into you. Awesome. Um, during that competition. And maybe we'll get some more content with you there.
1: Yeah. I'd love it.
0: Awesome. Thanks So much. Well, everybody, thank you so much for jumping in. Thank you, Hattie. And we'll see everybody next time on the Clydesdale media podcast. <laughs>